Welcome to The Career Studio, a USU career services podcast that helps you navigate your career path. Thanks for joining us for our Friday face-to-face episode. I'm Marissa Armistead, your host, and I am so excited to have Amaria Farnsworth here with me today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. We're excited to have you with us. So Amria has always been involved in the food world ever since she was a teenager working at a farmer's market booth selling noodles and dumplings. This experience opened her eyes to some major food access disparities. As a student at USU, she started volunteering with Campus Kitchen to reduce campus food waste and also give back to students. Amria and a friend started the USU Gleaning Team, renamed Cash Community Gleaning, and last year also in an effort to reduce food waste and food insecurity. So snack is the central hub of all of the food programs on campus, and she is excited to be a part of managing it during her senior year as the Director of Student Nutrition Access Center. So a lot of cool stuff going on here, Amria. But first, I have to point out that you love all things outdoorsy, whether it's running, rock climbing, camping, hiking, all of the good things. So when did you first start loving the outdoors? I don't think I can pinpoint an exact time right, that I started to love the outdoors. It's kind of just always been a part of me and my family. All growing up, we would go camping and hiking, off-roading, all that fun stuff. And every year from there, I just started trying new things and figuring out what I really loved. So, Oh, yes. So good. Well, and I, I always have to ask on a personal note, where are the best places to camp in Utah? Because I'm still relatively new to the area. So give me some good places. Ooh, I, if you want to see some beautiful red rock, definitely go down to Moab. There's this place that's also in Southern Utah it's called Coyote Gulch, which has beautiful red rocks. And it's it's like this beautiful canyon with aspen trees and the little rivers running through it. It's so beautiful down there. Okay. I'm going to have to add that to my list. <laughs> Great. Well, December is often a time where we really look at service and helping other people. So I think our theme of spreading good cheer by being a volunteer is quite timely. That being said, you are no stranger to volunteer work. So as I mentioned before, as a teen, you know, you worked at a farmer's market selling noodles and dumplings. So tell us more about this experience and how that influenced your choice of major. At the time, I didn't realize it was influencing my major. I started out as a elementary education major, actually, before I was heading down the dietitian road. But going to the farmer's market was always something that I enjoyed. And eventually it was a moneymaker as well. So that was an added bonus. But yeah, my family as a kid, we would always go every summer and peruse all the little booths. I loved looking at all of the bright colors, all the delicious smells and the music. It was just something that I always looked forward to. But then when I started working there as a teenager, my focus kind of shifted. Because when you're standing there all day, you can't really go and look at all of the booths and all the vendors' goods. So instead, I started noticing all of the interesting people who would come to the market. And really, there's people from all walks of life that go to the farmer's market. And I worked at the one in Salt Lake, the main farmer's market in Salt Lake. And it's actually located at a park that has a reputation for homeless people gathering there during the week. And it's kind of like where they just go and hang out. But then... On Saturday mornings during farmer's market season, they all kind of get pushed out early Saturday morning so that the vendors can come in and set up all their booths and everything. So that's kind of when I really started to notice the disparity of food access. You would have on one hand, all of these vendors selling goods, the people from all walks of life, the wealthy, the not so wealthy, and everyone in between coming to see the goods and the vendors. And then you would have the homeless people. There wouldn't be very many during the day, but there 
there'd always be one or two that would come around and just like be walking around and you see them. It's pretty obvious which ones they are, <laughs> unfortunately. And then usually at the end of the day, when the market was closing down, more homeless people would surface and walk towards the food booths where, especially where I worked, selling noodles and dumplings. You'd see them come by and ask to see if there was any extra that we had that we were just going to throw away that we could give them. So yeah, that's kind of where I really started noticing the difference in the food access and seeing it firsthand definitely influenced where I've eventually ended up with school and where I want to go with my career. Yeah. So let's, let's continue down that path. So fast forward to college and you began working for the campus kitchen. What did that role look like? Who are you helping? And again, how did that kind of factor into your major choice? So uh, I began as a volunteer with Campus Kitchen my sophomore year of college. So Campus Kitchen would take excess food from dining services and then repackage it for students. We also purchase ingredients using grant money or ingredients that were donated or just monetary donations to cook meals and then package them up and give them back to the students. So that was something that I thought was really interesting and fun to be a part of. It's reducing food waste, which is a huge problem, not only on college campuses, but nationwide and worldwide. And it was a way that I could give back to students. And then junior year, I stepped into more of an official role as the VP of kitchen operations. Basically, that just meant I attended some planning meetings and then continued to help with the cooking shifts as well. So through all of that, that was giving me more experience firsthand on how I can do little things to help students and to help reduce food waste and fight food insecurity at the same time. Absolutely. Well, and so then to take it even a further step to your current role, so you're the director of snack now. I'm curious, so from those previous experiences, are those kind of what led you to this new role? How did that transition look like? Yeah, so it was kind of a conglomerate of everything, I'd say. (laughs) Um, At the time, my junior year, a friend and I, we started the cash community gleaning program that I think you mentioned earlier. And so being heavily involved in that, I was able to give back, also provide food for students. But this time, rather than in the form of meals, it was in the form of fresh produce. So before my current position as a snack director, I was always just doing a lot of behind the scenes work to help students and to fight campus food security. But being the snack director, I'm now more able to directly serve the students and actually see the people who are benefiting from all of these different programs. That's kind of what led me down this path of my position. Interesting. And well, one thing we were chatting a little bit about before we started recording. So COVID-19, not an expected thing. (laughs) And so I'm curious how that's impacted your current role as director and what that looks like for the program. It's definitely been quite the change and the challenge. Uh, Like you said, not something we were expecting. The campus shut down in the middle of March. And at the time, there was a lot of troubleshooting that (laughs) and improvising that what happened to try to keep snack open and so that we could still provide food for students. And then over the summer, we came up with this system to do an online order system. So kind of like you're going to Smith's or Walmart and you're doing a grocery pickup. Online pickup, right? (laughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) So the students can go and fill out an online order form and then it sends us an email and we'll fill the order 
order. And then over the summer, we would take their order. And Snack is located on the third floor of the Taggart Student Center. So we take their order and go down three flights of stairs out into the parking lot and give it to the patrons. And then uh, once the school year started, that wasn't really feasible anymore for a lot of reasons, mostly because we didn't have the space for it. And we knew there were going to be a lot more returning students who would be utilizing Snack. And so it was just too much to be able to handle at the time. So instead, we have these giant silver shelves outside of the snack pantry and we'll take the filled orders and place them on the shelves so students can come and pick up their orders. And with that as well, there's no contact, which is what we were going for with COVID and everything. Uh, Definitely snack has been a lot more labor intensive this year than in previous years. But one thing that I'm really grateful for is that snack and the other food programs are able to still even keep running. A lot of the other programs housed within the service center aren't able to do very much right now, unfortunately. And snack is so important to reducing student food insecurity and also keeping up the health of the student body. Absolutely. And, you know, as we were talking about disparities and then COVID, I thought, man, you're probably seeing some really interesting things right now. And I guess one question I have, I'd love to hear, have there been any student interactions that you've had where you kind of felt the reward of the program and when somebody's life was touched a little bit because of the service you provide and how that impacted you? Uh, Yeah. So on our order form, we have a section for comments where patrons can come and leave whatever they want. (laughs) Sometimes it's like just a simple thank you or it's left blank. But occasionally there's a student who will say something really meaningful. The one that's coming to mind right now is they said, snack workers, you guys make the world go round, (laughs) which I thought was really nice of them. (laughs) So I'd, I'd say I haven't really talked to them because we're trying to keep it no contact. But being able to have that comment section and seeing the little things that they say has been really helpful. And some weeks you can really just see the gratitude in their simple one or two sentences of saying like, thank you so much. This week has been really hard. We're so grateful for snack. Just little things like that. Absolutely. Well, and I'm sure the people on the receiving end are so grateful for all of the work that you and your team do. So, so that's awesome. So coming back, I guess a little bit to your career plans. So you're doing dietetics. And so talk to me a little bit about, okay, so you've done some of this volunteering. How did volunteering or maybe your academic work, how, how is it all kind of coming together with dietetics? Well, so in the world of dietetics, it's actually very broad. (laughs) Not everyone realizes how much there is to it. But one of the three main areas is community. And it's kind of more of a public health setting of where you would work. So I guess with all my volunteer experience and with dietetics and community, I have realized that this is kind of the direction that I want to head. I want to be able to directly serve and help low-income families and individuals be able to have food access and still also be able to have food choice within that and be able to get what they want and what they need and all that good stuff. So hopefully later on and eventually when I become an actual certified dietitian, I'll be able to work on that side of things. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'm excited to see what you've accomplished down the road and and you're already doing some amazing things. So lots to look forward to. Okay. I have my next question, I guess, is a little bit more geared towards students. So what are some ways that students can get involved, whether it's with SNAC or maybe some of those other programs that you mentioned? 
Unfortunately, there really isn't much going on right now. The other food programs are active. So we have Campus Kitchen, the Food Recovery Network, and Snack are the three main ones. We have the Cash Community Gleaning as well, but that has finished up for this season. So with the other two programs, Campus Kitchen and Food Recovery Network, students can still come sign up to volunteer. And there's things to do pretty much every day of the week. And honestly, it's pretty chill. Most people who come, they really enjoy it. And it's fun to get to still be able to meet people, interact with them despite the circumstances elsewhere. So for now, mostly that's what we have going on. Absolutely. And then I know kind of additionally to that, I know that you guys are fingers crossed moving forward with some new and exciting plans for spring semester. So what's kind of in the works that you can share with us? Mostly just that we do want to have more volunteer options open. So for example, with snack, we haven't really been having volunteers this semester, but next semester we're going to, as much as we can, (laughs) we're going to have our volunteers available to come. We're also going to be having the other service programs. I don't know too many details about them, but I do know that they're all working very hard to try to still host events and have volunteer options available for them as well. So I guess I would just say stay tuned. (laughs) Yes, no, absolutely. Everything is a little bit uncertain. So as we move forward, students can know it least that's a place that they can be checking. So that's great. All right. Well, I have one final question for you. And that question is, if you could give one piece of advice to our listeners about volunteering as it relates to career development, what would it be? Well, I would say to volunteer in the line of work where you want to end up, or at least where you think you want to end up. Volunteering is a really excellent way with few to no consequences (laughs) of just getting your foot in the door and seeing if this is actually something that you want to do. Because of my experiences with all the volunteer work that I've done, I was able to get two paid internships that allowed me to work with some dietitians. And from there, from these internships, they've allowed me to learn from these incredible women and men who I now consider my mentors and my role models. And I know now that I want to continue helping people and dive deeper into the world of public health and discover and develop more passions that way. So I guess I would just say, don't be afraid to try something new, even if you're unsure about it. If you try it and you don't like it, then you can just try something else. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great way to get your foot in the door, meet the right people in the right circles and help you to get more experiences in the future. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, And just like you said, volunteering is a relatively low commitment engagement oftentimes. Now there are certainly some, you know, extended where you might be doing something for several months or maybe a year or two, but there are a lot of ways to volunteer that's a pretty low commitment level as far as time goes for students. So I agree that it's such a great way for students to learn more about an industry and also beyond that receiving side of helping people and getting to feel the reward of that. So I couldn't agree more that service is a great way, especially during this time of the year to really be looking at and also know that it can help you professionally as you do develop those networks and relationships. So that is great. Well, Amria, thank you so much for being here with us today. I so appreciate your perspective, your unique perspective as a student, but also working in this kind of volunteer nonprofit sector in food. So interesting. So love your comments. Again, thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. Yes, thank you. It was wonderful to be here. To learn more about the Val R. Christensen Service Center, visit the links below in our bio. Thanks for joining us here at the Career Studio today. Please remember to join us next week as we begin to discuss our new monthly theme of determining career non-negotiables. 